And welcome back to another instalment of the Chewing the Bat podcast. Once again, gladly joined by Gus. How you going, mate? Pretty as well, Jack. Un- How are you? As you untangle your microphone cord. That's just rock star stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's would, like Mick Jagger. Yeah, you, would, you would know. Yeah, I would know. Um, and producer Frey, how's it going? Pretty good. We're not going wireless, so... Just deal with that. When are we going to get wireless mics? Never. Does that exist? Uh, yes. Yeah, it exists. What do you mean? Have you not seen a wireless mic? Maybe not. I just Have vouch you? for corded quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was spooked by the cords. I didn't think the cords were a thing. Mm. Um, corded quality. But I guess what? It does reduce quality, does it? We're, we're recording a professional podcast here, boys. Don't know about that. But, um, uh... <laughs> Let's get started with, I, I did do a bit of research for Sport of the Week yeah. about 10 minutes ago. However, um, it took me a very long time to grasp the rules and the regulations for the sport. So I'm going to tease it and give you a full, fully fledged description and mental picture for next week. Do we get a clue? Um, if country one of, us of can origin? guess it. Country of origin? Yes, you can have a... Can have a guess? I don't want to guess. I thought you might just. Oh, me. country of origin, Netherlands. I am excited now. That's all it takes. And it n- involves a small leather ball. Hanky panky. <laughs> anyway, that's exciting. Can't wait for next week. Yeah, now. yeah. I'll do. I don't want to. I hope think, time flies. I think it could be. A, I think it could be a good one. So I don't want to. Don't waste it. Don't. I don't want to waste. Get it. Get on yeah. top of it. Really nail it down. That's right. Um, details. I think we... are pretty detail-oriented, usually. And bring a little leather ball for next week's podcast. Yes. I don't know if I can get my hands on a leather ball. Someone would have Is one. Is there a sport that uses a leather ball other than this one? I'm about to... Uh, well, obviously, football. traditionally, they don't anymore, though. They don't use pigskins, eh? I don't think so. What about... I might um, have that wrong. I don't know. Leather ball... I don't ball. think anyone does... Because tradi- they're too heavy. Golf used to be leather balls. Balls are too... Did they? Hmm. Baseball? Golf. Oh, baseball probably would. I would believe that. They're very old-fashioned. Oh, cricket. Cricket's a leather. No, of course. But I'm talking full leather. Le- cricket? Like, yeah. As well as the core. Yeah, cricket has a core. Mm. Leather shell around some sort of core. Baseball probably does too. Like, you could knock the skin off a baseball, I expect. <clears throat> anyway. Bull riding. It's probably rubber. Yeah. What? Bull riding. Bull riding. <laughs> Leather instrument. I'm not going to follow that. <laughs> anyway. No, let's move on. Um, if you did listen to last week's podcast, we... Last week? We're back to back this week. Yeah, it we yesterday. posted a... <laughs> Yeah, we may drop two in one week. We will, actually. If we want this to be in date. In date. We're going to have to drop it yeah. this week. Two in a week. Um, you're welcome. Recording on... Yeah, the... everyone, you're welcome. <laughs> we, we were sitting at about a double bogey. Yeah. For posts for the last couple months, oh, we're, really, we're, at, we're at, pulling at, it down to best, an eagle. At best, um, an eagle. Why not? <laughs> Five <laughs> podcasts this week coming up. <laughs> I remember last time uh, Super Saiyan, myself and Maddie Frey were talking about golf. Maddie Frey, producer Frey, had just been for a round, and he there was a bit of confusion. He was he was talking about how many 
so many birdies. Just hit birdie after birdie. And I'm like, mates, you're golf. Like, no way. Like, like no pro. Last, yeah. last time we went out golfing, we were just we were hitting du- bogeys, a, double bogey, triple bogeys. Plus, plus eight handicap now. Any, anyway, not the old. Uh, he got, he just got confused with the old birdie bogey situation. <laughs> I just misspoke. I just said one wrong word. A lot of birdies. <laughs> Never today, living boys. that down. A lot of you should be on tour, mate. Um, no way. Know. I'm keeping my handicap of 38. But. To be honest, like we take bogeys. Gosh, I'd love a bogey. <laughs> if you got me on course for a bogey, far out. I get excited over a bogey, especially back to back, back to back to back bogeys. That's consistent. That's, That's fairway yeah. golf almost. Yeah. I, I prefer to do that than go par, bogey, triple bogey, triple you know? a. Or, yeah. No, I'll take a par any day. Consistency comes first. I think so. I think so. It should come first. Because you could play. You could have a hole where you, you know, you birdie. Maybe the birdie par, and then your next three holes could be tri- double, triple, triple bogey. You're not going anywhere with that. No. <laughs> anyway, um, so like we said, no sport of the week this week. Tease for next Second week. Second in a week. Yes. However, we do have. Uh, I don't know whether it's a segment. Sweet treat. We're going to turn it into a segment. Stay, <laughs> stay with us. Got legs. A, su- <laughs> a sweet treat. We're gonna give. We're gonna go around the table and um, talk about our top three biscuits slash cookies. Cookies are allowed, I think. Oh, cookies are allowed in the biscuit category. Given producer Frey has some North American background, he's allowed. He's allowed the cookie. cookies, right? But the- only if they're not soft and mushy. But yeah. I'm not using them anyway. I'm keeping it old school Aussie. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> I was born here. <laughs> um, I was born here too. Who wants to kick it off? Because this is this is going to be. Where are you? You want to kick in it Australia? off, So yes. yes. <laughs> I thought you were born in Wales. No. So we're going to give you three, like our top three, Bickies, plus a wild card. I've got such I've got such a strong reserves list. I'm still feeling pretty tight about yeah. my top three. It's a t- we'll discuss. Uh, we'll, we'll go through the three plus wild card, and then we'll discuss any other Smokies. Okay. We're going to just come back to them. Yeah. Who's going first? Do you um, want to start with our wild cards? No, I reckon we finish with the wild cards. Yeah, I'm just a bit worried when you guys will have my wild card in your top three. Oh, we'll figure it out. That'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be fine. Producer Freight, kick, it, kick us off, mate. Kick us off. My yep. first, Anzac Biscuits. Interesting. Solid. I, I thought about them. I did think about them. They're, they won't lay you down. They're a very easy eat. They are. Work you can course. eat two with a tea. You can eat a hundred when you're hungry. You get that big tub of what? Oh, from Coles and Woolies. Like 25. Big, <laughs> yeah, mm. For like three bucks. But it's also one of the f- few bickies that it's not just go to Coles, get your on it or whatever. It's like Graham makes it. That's you true. Know, your parents yeah, make no, them. Exist. Anyone makes them. That's true. One have, time a year. Have you ever made Anzac bickies? Every year, mate. Oh, right. No, they never taste as good as the Coles. We're ones. drilling down. <laughs> Yeah, nor the Coles. In my experience, the ones you get end up more healthy feeling from home. Yeah. Kind of oatmeal-y. Yeah. Mm. So is the Anzac going as th- at three or one? It's just in my top three. No I'm particular not, order? No, oh, no order. No particular order. Well, you're going to have to order them by the end of this, I reckon. Oh, I don't have to. <laughs> I got my, they're in the top three and okay. then I've got a wild card. Keep, keep it rolling. Oh, I'm firing off all three. Yep. All right. Next one. Mint Slice. Solid. <laughs> very good, good one. 
Never lets you down. Never. Never. Any never. time of the day too. Um, Maybe not the first thing in the morning. But, but really good after dinner. Mm. Perfect yeah. after dinner. Digesting. You, you could do it as a midday midday up. snack for a little oh, bit of a sugar boost. a little boost. booster. Body good with the coffee. dinner. Preparing your stomach for some food. Yeah. If you're having a um, a leisurely weekend, you could probably smack one for brekkie. Oh. <laughs> smack five for brekkie. <laughs> That's like brushing your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with chocolate. <laughs> Forget about forget about chews. Forget about mints. It's a mint slice. Yep. Um, Great pick. And the third. Number three. I had Tim Tams in there, but I've pulled them. Yeah. Because I read... Because you got the mint slice? Or? Yeah. I didn't want too many chocolate-based ones. Well, everyone loves it, Tim Tams. I read, I read two words. Tiny teddies. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> That's so interesting. What the hell? The, as soon as I read that, I was like, nostalgia's in. They don't taste great, but I probably ate a million packets through my childhood. So if you're just talking about workhorse, really like, got the job just, done. No one complains a about a tiny teddy. That's such an interesting call. I wouldn't have picked that in a thousand it's years. It's one of those ones yeah, you no. never you never go out and buy, but if someone like offers you one, you're like, uh, yeah. But would you have a tiny teddy over a scotch finger? Yeah, I don't like scotch fingers. It's basically a tiny teddy, but no sweetens in a bigger form and, <laughs> yeah, not, and not as creative. <laughs> no way. I don't like I don't like shortbread. I don't like scotch fingers. Shortbread tastes the same as a tiny teddy. No, 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 no. Tiny teddies are like crispy, they're dry, crispy, dry, overdone shortbread. But they're not like okay, fair enough. Like yes, yeah, like shortbread I'm, and I don't think I'm I'm not as I'm not as behind tiny teddies as I was behind Anzac Bickies and mint slices. No, I will admit that's to you. fine. What are your thoughts on a tiny teddy, Super Saiyan? There you go. Only the chocolate chip ones. Yeah, there's there's flavors. Scotch fingers, like, Scotch fingers just like eating flour. No, you're talking about just so dry. You can say that about pancakes. That's flour. Do you not like pancakes? Let's not get off off track here. Let's let's go back to the biscuits. Um, So we've got uh, Tiny Teddies, Mint Slice, and Anzac Bickies. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked it. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't have guessed that would be your top three. I'm excited. I'm really glad you mixed it up. Um, me or you? you? You can go. Oh, sorry. Wild card. We've got to save wild cards for the end, right? Yeah, save okay, the wild cards. Okay, okay, okay. I'll go? Yeah, if you're ready, you can go. Well, I'm still sort of changing mine as every time. Well, I'm going to start off with I also had a mint slice in mine at nice. number three. Was at, it the, at three. At three. Was it Midnight Delight? Or was well, it mint like, slice, like, mint slice? Well, um, what do you mean? A mint slice? Just a normal mint what slice. What is Midnight Delight? It's another type of mint slice. Surely not. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think they have less bicky in them, though. Is this a Canadian oh. thing? Are oh, you maybe. Of like, sort of like After Eights. Do you know After Eights? Yeah, I know After Eights. But that's no, just that's chocolate and mint. That's just a chocolate. Yeah. There's no bicky. I'm just going just a traditional mint slice. Traditional Like mint we slice. talked about. Great choice. Good for dinner, good for lunch, and uh, the occasional leisurely treat for breakfast. Up until recently, they were in my top three, just to tease my own, but they're not anymore. Oh, you've bumped it out? So we could have been unified, but Damn I it. think I'm bumped out. Um, at, coming in at number two. It's a cream. Yeah. And it's a Kingston. Oh, good choice. <laughs> yeah. Very good choice. <laughs> not, not not as big as the Monte Carlo, but, you know, this is... I had small. a pack the other day. Did you? Yeah. Just, just a straight them. up Kingston. Yeah, not even the assorted cream pack. Just oh, wow. a pack of Kingstons. Yeah. Well, I, I chose... I wanted to put a cream in, so I went to the assorted cream uh, combo deal, yeah. Yeah. and I thought to myself, what's the what was my favorite out of the out of out of the six 
Chocolate one, leave the rest. It's the Kingston. <laughs> as long as you didn't, Kingston. Sa- didn't say it. Do you like the orange ones? I do. I, I don't mind them, but they're always eaten last. Yeah. Do you uh, prefer the orange ones or the full chalky ones, the, like Oreo ripoffs? Oh, the orange ones. Orange ones for yeah. sure. Zesty. I'm, Zest. a, I'm an orange chocolate guy, though. Yeah, I like me too. Jaffa you like chocolate orange? Oh, yeah. Um, I get to crack treat. that thing. Yeah. So, yeah. King- Kingston, great bicky. Good pick. Um, and coming in at number one. Super Saiyan's going to love this. It's a Scotch finger. Oh, ah. <laughs> you joke. No. Bar a flower. You can't beat him. Like, I never get, for, for example, when I go visit my folks, I have a cuppa, a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, and I open the biscuits drawer. And there's biscuits galore, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, Big Mike. <laughs> yeah. Options. I'm always going for the Scotch finger. It's an easy eat, sweet, crispy, got a bit of crunch. You can dunk it in the hot coffee and it doesn't go soggy straight away. Different to like a like a integrity. Structural like yeah. If you dunk a um a, a ginger ginger nut, straight up it's soggying up. You probably get one or two dunks. Two is two max. But you need them because a ginger nut is pretty crunchy without a dunk. Like if you go a dry ginger nut, you got to work for it. But it's tough. Like mm. it's it's like getting a super thin rump steak and trying to cook it medium rare. <laughs> Yeah, the timing is <laughs> a tough issue. Yeah. You gotta really work. That's um, true. So that's my top three. Are you going plain or chalky base? Just plain. Plain boy. Good solid choice. Yep. It's great. Um breakfast, lunch and dinner. I have a funny Scotch finger story too. I was in when I was in when I had COVID, I was in yeah. lockdown and Super Saiyan was hooking a brother up with feeds at my bedroom door. What a man, what a man, what my a favorite, man. My favourite my favourite brekkie. I didn't even actually know I was going to get brekkie this morning, that morning. Um, Not on the schedule. <laughs> no. <laughs> he hooked me up with a brunch coffee, right? And Ooh. unbeknownst to myself, next to it on a nice lovely cardboard plate, a muffin and five scotch fingers. Wow. Super <laughs> sad. That's generous too. That is, I've never been more excited in my life to have breakfast. Gosh, so. what a treat. Anyway, nostalgic. Way to lift your spirits. Absolutely. All right. What have you got for us? Top three. Starting at three? I'll start at three. I've been struggling with three. I had a few contenders. I won't tell you them all now. I'm just going to whittle it down. It's really tough. It is a tough one. <laughs> I think to spice things up, I'm going to go ginger kisses at number three. <laughs> what? That is spicy. <laughs> I wanted to go you're, melting moments, but they're oh, sort of just a gingery melting moment. Wow. No, that's good. Like the the ones you get at IGA, they're pretty good. Mm. Like a real yeah. soft bicky, but they, cream. But you want the bite, you want gingery. The... Super Saiyan gave me the finger wag. Yeah, he's in. <laughs> he's in. <laughs> the so forward it, and back finger wag, was not it, the was side it, to side. Good point. Was it either that or the melting moment? Like or also jam drops. Yeah, in that same category. Mint slices. Right. Yeah, you couldn't have two of those in the top three. I didn't want to. Yeah, I was like, what am I? I'm not going to burn this sort of homemade vibe yeah. twice. No, you can't do that. Just wanted to put one in, sort of like Anzac Bickies. Well, I was thinking of the creams. I definitely could have put two creams in my top three. I could too. I've got a cream coming at number two. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got a ginger... What do you what do you call it? A ginger, ginger kiss. Ginger kiss. I had two contenders for my creams. Yep, at number two. At number two, I'm going the workhorse of the assorted cream, the shortbread cream. <laughs> That was my second pick. Oh, it was a tight one between that and the King- the Kingston. Once again, Monte Carlo is like a good shout. It's a good shout. A bit weird with the wax on the outside, but like that's true. Yeah. And it, but I thought if I'm buying a packet, 
I'm buying the shortbread cream. I'm sweet. not buying a Monte Carlo. Sweet, sweet treat. Really good. You just yeah. keep punching them. <laughs> you can smack a whole packet. You can. Quite easily. Healthy, delicious, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> not bad healthy <laughs> or good for you. But delicious, I agree with. Oh, one star health rating on the packet. Probably not even one star, mate. Um, so <laughs> we've got your ginger kiss followed by a... Shortbread cream. Shortbread cream. <laughs> Unbelievable top three so far. <laughs> this is very good. At number one, this is a deeply personal selection. Mum and dad always had them growing up. They still have them if it's I go home. Weepix. It? It's a chocolate digestive yeah. biscuit. <laughs> yes. Milk yeah. chocolate. The milk um, chocolate. I was going to say the dark chocolate is pretty good, but... I will mix it up a oh, dark I chocky. knew that was coming. Probably one in three or four packs, I'll go the dark chocolate. But milk is the real regular pick, so I think mm. that was yeah, I, that's I, fair. I'd pick that. I've, still, I've got a packet on the go at the moment, so it's like, what what else could I pick? The, the yeah. Ch- much, yeah, the chocolate ones are great. They are good. Plain is like, Meh. you could have one or two, but by the time you're really hoeing into the pack, because they give you a lot, you really, you're starting to work. Well, the chocolate like, one, you, with, with the plainy, you have one plainy, you're like, oh, I could probably have one more, but with the chalky, you they smash one. Oh, they and go slide down. quick, don't they? Like, that was delicious. You That's... have a bite that always crack in half. Yeah. Next thing you know, you've eaten <laughs> half in a bite. And then you're like, well, the next second bite, I'm done. Boom. Well, there's only three left in the packet, so I may as well just keep going. Yeah. So, um, so we've got at number three... Ginger Kisses. Followed by... Shortbread Cream. And at number one... Chocolate Top Digestive. Oh, yeah. Very good. Well done. Producer Frey, what's your wild card? Can I go last? Sure. All right. My wild card? Yeah. I might get roasted for this, but it is <laughs> Cole's home brand chocolate chip cookie. No, I back that. They're good. Mm. I like it. And... You get a big box. Especially camping or something in like a... Someone pops one of those bad boys out. Shape of a cookie, but dry. Definitely a biscuit. That's true. They yeah, are dry. But yeah, they're, they're dry. crunchy. And I don't mind that because they're filled with choc chip. They're, they go heavy. They the go ho- very heavy, heavy on well. the choc chip. So that's they, not... They have like a percentage, don't they? Yeah. They say like something percent choc chip. And it's in a big bag, which you don't get in a normal with a usual biscuit or a cookie. Mm. No. So yeah, it's a big value buy. Yeah. A couple bucks. You're set. That's my wild card. No, I, I won't race you. That's a good pick. All right. Thanks, Good man. solid wild card. <laughs> What's yours? Was your wild card like... An out of the blue smoky, or is it? Was it number four? Smoky. Okay. My number. My, I've got Bickies. I wish made the cut. I had Monte Carlos, Tim Tams, <laughs> mid slices, melting moments. I had like a real solid reserves list. My my wild card is not in the reserves list. Okay. Neither is mine. Oh, all right. Hit me. Hobnobs. Oh, hobnobs. hobnobs. What the hell is a hobnob? Hobnobs. They're so good. <laughs> you keep, That's huge. You keep talking. I'm going to Google this. They're like oh, hobnobs. You know what a, do you know what a hobnob is, Super Saiyan? Hobnobs are sort of halfway between 50%. digestives and like, I don't know, an mm. Anzac maybe. They got chalky drizzle. They got... They're like rougher. Yeah. They're a bit rough and tumble. But you get choc top ones. Have you had the orange ones? It looks like a... I don't think they, I have, have. they have an orange... Is it like a thicker digestive? Hob- yeah. Sort of. Yeah, it's just like less blended up. It's like rough and tumble. Oh, there's a chocolate one. It looks like a digestive. Mm. Same format. Yeah. Really, same format as a digestive. But more... I mean, unless you're getting the chalky digestive. It almost they looks got, like a they got a good Anz- coverage. Anzac yeah. digestive. Yeah, it's hybrid. a bit rougher. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's huge. That's good from you. All right. I do really like them. Like I haven't just picked them out of the blue, but no, that's a good. They one. weren't near the top three. I don't know it. So I think I they're good. Yeah, I can't. I can't say yes or no for that one, but it looks great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, producer Frey, to to round out our biscuit chat, your wild card. Mine. I can't wait for this. 
shapes. Oh, oh what? No, <laughs> savory. Get this guy out of here. I think, I think sweet throw, was implied. I know, in, but... You can't just throw in savory willy-nilly. I, I was like, we talk about Bickies. No. You've got... Osc- Aussie biscuits. Teddies. Just wait. If I go to the cupboard and I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for a Bicky and I see a box of shapes, I'll go, oh, yeah, I'll have that. Oh. But if you're in the mood for sweet... That's not a biscuit. Yeah, you get the, you get the cheese and bacon them, ones. They do call them biscuits. They They're call biscuits. them oven-baked biscuits. Literally, oven-baked biscuit on the packet. So... That much is hard to argue with. So you might get par- you might pass it if we take it to the board, but I don't know. I was a bit. Uh, <laughs> you threw you threw me off with tiny teddies. Now you've given me shapes. We'll make a poll on Instagram today. I think is a shape a talking top three biscuit. biscuits is a shape a biscuit. We just rattled off like <laughs> nine, we 12, went eleven sweeties. Yeah. So I know. I thought we needed to mix it up for a, a king bit. over there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the the new like mini shape puffy ones? I was invested until too light. Right after they, Fair yeah, cool. when they started the their. What I are can't they describe it? them. They're like they're just flaky. like a puffer fish yes. chip. But yeah, the the salt and vinegar ones are those. They're good. That's fair. Salt and vinegar is an underrated chip flavor in general. I would say. I think it's up there. It's a really like it doesn't let you down. You probably can't have a full packet. But yeah. you, you'll be happy to see it in a selection of two or three. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, Otherwise, right. if I had to go sweet, it was just going to be a jam drop. Good pick. That that's was in my pick. reserves That is a good list. pick. No, you don't say no. I don't think I've ever said no to a jam drop, especially your homemade one. Homemade yeah. ones are really good. Homemade? Yeah. Strawberry or raspberry jam? Strawberry. Yeah, I think strawberry. Just keep it OG. I think sweet as possible. Yes. Yeah. On the jam drop. Marmalade? Yep. No. Never had one. I would say to no, though. Bit too, oh, maybe. Anyway, let's... Um, you need to give it a go. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Um, so, uh, maybe we should post our top three, see who's got the best top three. We'll do, a, we'll do four stories. Top three each, maybe plus our wild cards. And then fourth story will be... A fan. Shapes, a bicky. Oh. <laughs> Poll. And then fifth story, the listener's top three. Yeah, input. Yeah. I like that. We'll do that later. We'll just take the top, the, whoever writes in first. Yeah. <laughs> mint slice, mint slice, mint slice. <laughs> oh, confident, are we? <laughs> it was number two on mine, so That's three. There's in a couple. I was, I was really close. Okay, let's um, let's move on. A bit of sport. Um, I think we've had enough biscuit chat. Oh, we're also gonna. Are we gonna do it? A segment, biscuit of the week, biscuits of the world. Because we've been, we've, we've been recording of the morning. <clears throat> excuse me, recently. With a coffee in hand, so mm. I, I think, think it would go um, down well. Very fitting if we can get this segment going. Biscuit of the week. I'd um, be in for the evening. I usually don't eat biscuits in the morning. <laughs> oh, you, it's Ooh. about to change. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, As I said, mint slices—it's like brushing your teeth. Pretty so. much. Don't worry about brushing your teeth in the morning. Just have a mint slice. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Um, all right. If last. Any kids listen? Do still brush your teeth. Oh, for sure. Yes. Mm. And, floss. and adults. Floss. And adults. Brush your teeth. Oh, no. Adults can make their own decisions. Yeah, mint slice or brushing, either or. Adults aren't going to listen to me dribbling and go, yep, I'll follow that. <laughs> Probably mm. not a kid either. Probably not. <laughs> you never know. I'm like the Pied Piper. <laughs> oh, you attract rats. <laughs> Just a certain demographic. We don't know what that is yet. One time when we lived You in do kind of look like the guy from Shrek. Prince Charming? No. <laughs> Wasn't there a Pied Piper in Shrek? 
I think so, yeah. The well, vermin he, guy. The Pied Piper, in Shrek 1, when uh, all the fairy tale creatures are in the refugee camp, <laughs> the Pied Piper is there, yeah. I just watched Shrek recently. <laughs> all right, Honestly, good. how did you just pull that out? It's a good movie. <laughs> all right, um, let's, let's move on. Sport. Um, unless we, we want to just... Talk Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I just can... watched Shrek 1 and 2, and <laughs> Shrek 2 holds up. Does it's it? a very natural extension of the story, I think. Oh, good. Cause there's, should... um, there's a lot of adult references, eh? Oh, heaps, yeah. Heaps. Good for the kids and funny for the adults. Kind of, kind of poignant for the adults. Shrek essentially is like... He's a victim of racism throughout his life, and then essentially, sometimes he gets triggered. That's the Pied Piper from the Shrek. That doesn't look like me. No. No. Pull up Prince Charming. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's yeah, that's better. Um, So last week we didn't touch on a certain topic, which we said we would. We've teased it twice. We've teased it twice, and third times. (laughs) Actually, it's probably a bit more fitting when you had the longer locks. If I had a stronger chin. A stronger chin and longer hair. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's like a mix between like a mother in Disney, um, DreamWorks movies and also like a, a big hunky man. Yeah, yeah that's fair. He's got no, like that I've, soft like feminine a, face. Yeah, he's got a feminine cast he's got to his eyebr- features. It's the eyebrows. That might be it. Yeah, yep. They're quite, they're waxed. That's a thin eyebrow. <laughs> Put the Shrek down. Oh, no. <laughs> that's got to be the Shrek um, video. We, yeah. we teased a chew topic last week and the week before maybe the week before that and we have mentioned it in the past we briefly went over it with swizzle yes we did which was uh, a good little tease when we were talking about it and we've wanted to delve into it a bit more and it is the topic of personalities in tennis and why don't we see so many where are they the lack of where are um, they <laughs> and and what can what can we what can be done about it to be honest maybe we might throw around some ideas across the table um, talk about I guess the biggest personalities right now, you would have to say straight off the cuff, go. Curious. And who else? Francis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bublik. We, we do see it a bit. Moncourt, Monfils. I still enjoy. <laughs> I think a big problem. Milman. Do you Milman, think... Joe. <laughs> do you think, though, um, the media, obviously, when we watch tennis, we watch the match and watch what happens before, during and after... The before and after being quite minimal, and that's oh, just like that's hard. just lock in mode. That's just focus mode. They're they're working. So because we only see that, do you think that what I'm trying to get to is that are there more characters in the game than we actually think? Yes, that's a good I, point. Yeah, I, I think there is, and I think the we just haven't seen it yet. Hidden gems. Do yeah. you, I was thinking about this last night because we recorded yesterday. But do you think that it's because we live in Australia that, like, when you think about the personalities that we see, it's like, you know, Ash, um, like all the Aussie guys, Kiggs, Kokonakis, Demon, like they've all got their own thing. Rafter. But, like, there's a couple of Americans that shine through, Monfi, like, well, he's not American. So Americans. (laughs) And like <laughs> as well, but changing, changing gears. Yeah, yeah, roast it. Um, but if we lived in America, do you think we would see more content of the American of players? The oh, I see what you mean. 
because especially you're... like in that college scene as well. So like you think we're we're kind of Aussies sprung to mind for us because we think that's where the characters are in the game, but maybe we just we just and that's who's televised them. for us. We see them a lot more potentially, probably. But I yeah. think that even because we see what the a lot of the Aussies do right now, but I don't think it's that much still. Like every now and then, <clears throat> excuse me, we might, we might get a snippet of like around the Oz. Around the Oz, we see it, but not throughout the year. No, it's very minimal. Really. But we don't have anything throughout the year. Really? I'm talking about like our players. Yeah. Oh, they don't um, do, there's no mainstream media throughout the year, no. No, so we get this huge Oz Open hype and we, we get to learn about the players, they get interviewed, they, we, get, we, we hear about some awesome Aussie stories and then after the Oz Open, it's nil. That's true. So Just what happens on tennis TV. That's, that's, a, that's Australian specific, but yeah. Um, what I have noticed though is the ATP are slowly starting to put out more behind-the-scenes content. Potentially in preparation for yeah. So a lot of the next up. gen Netflix series. players of two years ago, demons in a yeah. I watched one recently of um, Opelka and his new coach on court. It's like a six minute video doing just a warm up, warming up before one of his Oz Open matches, and it was an awesome insight. Like mm. super chill guy, awesome dude. Pretty got a bit of sense of humor to him. There was a video and, not long ago as well where Jenny Brady and Felix were sitting two chairs facing each other, and they were just told. You know, give each other a little coaching. What do you see in each other's game? Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. good. I that like was that. really interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I feel like you... And they were both so to, nervous to... <laughs> yeah, feedback. Yeah. But th- it is interesting to hear people who have a high-level understanding of a sport tell oh, you what sure. they see going on. Because the, the, their tennis IQs would be... Unbelievable. Most of them Through would the be roof. Most, Most of them. them. To be in the top 100, even. Yeah. Mm. There's, like, you, can, you could hit a good ball, but you're not getting near the top 100, surely, unless you... Have a pretty understand good understanding. The court. Yeah. So maybe that's the case. Maybe there is a lot of personalities in tennis. They're just not given the opportunity to possibly kind of like sh- showcase it in a more relaxed environment. Well, that that sort of plays into like one of the things Taylor brought up last time we sort of mentioned it, and I think it's worth mentioning again is that given that it's an individual sport, and consequences are always really heavy. So if you're a top player, you a lot of money is being made or lost yes. on every point. The structure of the game, the point scoring structure, you can lose a match in a couple of minutes or you can come back and you could be into a five-set battle in a For another three swing. hours or two hours. Like it's a yeah. weird game that way. So there's a, it's so high stakes and given it's an individual sport, why would they take risks? Or you could be at 2.30 in the world and you need the money to stay on tour desperately. A risk being like a more exciting shot. Or more flamboyant. Right. Mm. Or an entertaining move. And then I was thinking, the sport itself doesn't lend itself to expressive movements. No. Mm. Like footy, all the moves we like actually help you win games. Yes. Show and go. Chip and chase. These are moments that... The goosey. The goosey. These are moments that win games and look good. In basketball, crossover, pump fake. Yep. All these things. The dunk. All these things are successful. Whereas in tennis, it's a risk. Those are risky moves, but they're not helping you at all yeah you think of like the best tennis players in the world, like Novak for example boring as hell but Who? he just does <laughs> boring as hell but he just does the fundamentals unbelievable moves well hits his spots doesn't do anything flashy plays yeah. good tennis the excitement think... from him is just he, he gets there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Long yeah. he just hits that, that shot when nobody else can get it from there no that's the, the exciting part about his game yeah, yeah which is cool totally right but it's Pete Sampras I don't think people used to love watching Zverev, so, forehand. so boring. 
Yeah. You know, I think what could be a good idea, I think maybe producer Frey mentioned it in the past or Taylor when we were talking to him, is the incorporation of Pro-Am events before True. big tournaments. Mic'd up? Mic'd up. Not even mic'd up, but the mic'd up would be good. But exactly what golf does um, the week leading up to the weekend or when they play, um, they'll choose some of the pros will go out and play with a selected number of people to do a Pro-Am event. And a lot of the time it's televised and it gets to showcase their kind of personalities and creativity away from what they do. And I think that could be very beneficial for tennis. I think sometimes that relaxed atmosphere makes high-level skill more impressive. Yes. Mm. In some ways. Yeah. Like if you see basketball players shoot around, it's very impressive. Because they don't miss. They don't or they'll, miss. they'll muck around and they'll do something crazy. Or a ridiculous dunk or something. They always have the post and Steph just... Yeah, warm-ups. Doing s- crazy stuff. Just absolutely, yeah. And I feel like sort of like pro-ams as well. Like they're hanging around, like on golf. Like if Tiger was 10 years ago on the golf course hanging around talking to celebrities and then he bombs a drive. Yeah. Or he his short game just shows up. Yeah. And you're like, damn, this guy's good at golf. Like he's chill <laughs> yeah. and it's just... It's yeah, there. that's good to see. Um, so yeah, I think the incorporation of not obviously every tournament, and there there would be an issue of who, what players do you choose to do the pro am event? Um, maybe some money and involved. Who would want to sign up? Who would want to sign up? How and do you how do you choose all. people? But I'm sure it could be done, and I'm sure that you know for a tournament like a maybe ATP 500, a couple of days leading up to the event, get a little exhibition doubles pro am. I do like that. I think people will get around it, create more of a relaxed atmosphere. Mixed doubles is, mixed doubles is always good. Yeah. It relaxes that, yeah. the players pretty immediately. Because then not, not only do you see the players showcase shots that they wouldn't hit in a professional match, but you'd also get a chance to see what they're like, their personalities, like away from, away from the match and away from before and after when they're prepping. Yeah. Which I don't think we get to see much of at all. It's a bit tough though because they, like, they don't have an off-season. They don't have... Like, their schedule's made out. They don't have room to just do exhibitions, pro-ams. Like, they don't don't have the space in their year to incorporate that sort of stuff. Unless it was contractual. Yeah, but out out of a, what, 32 or 64 draw, I'm sure you could get three or four players to come the day before main draw starts or two days before main draw starts and 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 participate in a pro-am event. So, maybe. For sure, I reckon though. I reckon so. It doesn't have to be a top 10 or top 20 player either. It could be like... I mean, it'd be interesting to see other players as well. <laughs> uh, oftentimes, in other sports, cult heroes aren't even necessarily the very best players because the very best players are often locked in. That's right. They're busy. They're but working. They yeah. Don't have, yeah. They've got endorsements. They've got other stuff. But slight, you know, like mid-level players might, might showcase their personality for you a bit. Mm. And it would have to be off before the tournament as well, because if you lose, you're not sticking around. That also doesn't help on. with the format, I guess. Like, there's no, like the end of a team sport game, everyone switches off and is still there, available to have a yarn to. Yeah. Yeah, and and it has to be at a tournament where they have a both WTA and ATP event at the same time. Hmm. I think. Which but we could probably do with more of. Absolutely. If you want to build that sort of vibe. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I, I hope that like one, I don't know whether this is ever going to happen, but I hope that somehow the ATP and the WTA will like merge into one like tour so that every main tournament that you go to, they go around like the F1. Is men's, yeah, men's and women's event. So 
It would have to be the highest level tournaments only because yeah, you couldn't the, also do the, tallies the and stuff. The facilities can't accommodate that. No, that's right. It'll have to be the thousands. It'd be cool to start with like all the thousands or something. I think they, the thousands already do that. Do they? No. Don't I don't they? think so. I don't think the girls play in Monte Carlo at the same time. Nor do they play in Shanghai. Problem yeah. with some of the... Like Monte Carlo there too? probably has no room to expand the facility. Yeah. If they and don't have the room, they probably the, won't have the room. The issue isn't being able to play all the matches. It's about having enough courts for matches and practice and... All the above. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think that the uh, the release of the Netflix series is going to be pretty good for the game of tennis. If it, you know, going off what the F1 did, I oh, reckon... It was huge for them. It was huge I for the I hope they F1. showcase more than, like, 30 players. Well... It'd be tough to. Yeah, yeah it'd be tough to, but... You could pull them aside for a five-minute interview, though. 15 minutes. If they're at a tournament, surely. Yeah. It's like, can we have 15 minutes? Chuck a mic on. Plus, I think a lot of chat. the... Yeah, a lot of the younger players that are coming up now like age between I don't know 18 and 24 they also they kind of get around that stuff the media stuff like, yeah you know like I watched the Sebastian Corder did a what's in like what do I travel with like video the other oh, day like a GQ like a what's in the style. bag yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just 99 like questions but it was just like a vlog too. style thing well, yeah <laughs> in his in his I hotel room the 99 questions for no they f- it feels scripted yes, yes. But the answers feel scripted. Always. When Fedzy did his, I was like, ooh. Yeah, we don't... We never... Historically, like... Have you ever seen much candid Fedzy stuff? No. No. Mm -mm. Only when he plays an exhibition match, but then he's still like... Advertisements. Yeah. Post-game conferences. Well, the guy makes so much money for people, so he can't really... He wouldn't. He doesn't have room to come off the cuff. He can't say the wrong thing. Yeah, but the Netflix series, I think, is going to be a huge... Because that's what I like watching, is what they're doing behind the scenes. You know, you can watch tennis all day, every day, but... With with more time to think about it, I think that the issue might be that unless you're in the top 50, you're not making enough money. True. These guys, if you're 80 in the world, you're or outside the top 100, say. So you're saying they want to be on Netflix. You are hustling to pay for your career. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're like this, unless they're paying you mm. good money to do these videos, and that's better than the points chase, that's better than the money you make. Like that, you just you don't think that you got to be you got to be getting on a plane, time. move to the next tournament. But people, yeah. like, but it's also that's true. If you're signing up to be on the Netflix thing as a player like within your contract, I think like if someone ranked 80 in the world will have a lot to gain from it, showcasing who they are, their personality, attracting sponsors. Like, That's true. I don't think they necessarily have to be paid to do it. But that's, I guess that's more... The Netflix doco could follow people who are hustling, but people who are hustling probably aren't going to go out of their way to do these. That, if, yeah. you're, if you're 150 in the world... The, like a Netflix crew could follow them and film them at their chalice or wherever mm. their 250s but they're probably not going to make time to fly somewhere no they're going to go to the, all, I think it's going to it's going to be slams You'll and ATP thousands never be able to yeah. sacrifice a tournament have, to ha- play a pro-am having said yeah. that when they go to the slams and whatnot, that you're getting players ranked 200 in the world at those tournaments with qualies and, and 128 draw yeah so you, with, yeah pretty much yeah thousands and slams you're going to get a pretty good so that's the spot. array of players. 
So and I, and five I, times a year. Yeah, and the I four slams in Indian Wells. <laughs> no, what do we say? India Singapore, or Singapore? In Singapore. Singapore. Bangladesh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Peking. Yeah, I think it's hey, going to be been playing world all. I'm doing well. I got got the one today. I was going to say it on wax, but in case we release this before, uh, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Um, but yeah, I think the Netflix Netflix series is going to be pay huge dividends in terms of attracting more people to the sport, just like F1 did. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. We shall see. Any other thoughts, comments, concerns? How no. Do you, how do you, do you get do you wa- do you want to have more curiosities in the game? Not to that extent. Do you want to have more Tiafos in the game? Yeah. I think it's healthy, right? Yeah, for sure. But he still competes. He's good. They're they're very good at tennis. He's he's a great one in terms of he competes, digs in, but also just he looks like he just showcases his just raw emotion in like himself. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. You can do both. That's right. Mm. I think there's room for both. Yeah. On the other side of Tiafo is like the Foghorn, Fognini. <laughs> like he he is just himself on court. He is he's chill. Just he is relaxed. Sometimes relaxed. Yeah, sometimes. That's yeah. one way to put it. He's the most. I reckon, off topic, but he's probably one of the most talented players on the tour. Yeah, talent. I won't. I won't yeah. contest it. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that we need to see more, more Fabios and more, more passion. 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 Um, maybe it's maybe it's a place where we need more people in the box. We need more players in boxes. I don't know. Out watching their mates cheering, getting around it. I just hope, Possibly. yeah, I, yeah, I reckon so. But that's where they don't your... have that time. Like they got to be doing rehab, they're training. Like unless yeah, it's a late match, they're already out of the tournament. They haven't got their next tournament lined up. They're not getting on a plane straight away, packing their bags because they're lost. Like get around your mates. You yeah. pretty much need like the like, Kigs schedule to do it though, because mm. Kigs will go to like Kokonakis if he's still in. Because like you yeah. said, people lose and then go to the next tournament. Yeah, they're moving on. But then we see like ATP Cup. That's where we see these personalities. We That's see true. these people getting around each it's other. You, it's like when so they have cool their to watch. Peers and their mates. That's when they fire up. Davis and Cup. They show it off. That's very true. Yeah, when you're playing for someone well, else. Not Fed Cup or the something BMP else. Paribus. Yeah. yeah. MJ BJ, BJK. BJK. Yeah. BMP Paribus Microsoft Cup. Um, I think that's pretty much it. We, I just, yeah, I hope that tennis doesn't become, well, in the last, what, like 10 years, I think tennis is sometimes pretty boring. So I'm hoping that yeah, it kind of it can be. flicks the switch in terms of, you know, getting myself and other tennis enthusiasts, tennis nuts, fired up, fired up about the game of tennis. So let's move on. Let's do it. Um, We are right around the corner for the start of a red-hot NRL season with Daryl Braithwaite kicking off the Broncos <laughs> season heroics with... Um, I'm guessing he's just going to sing... I think he's just going to sing Horses on Repeat for 10 mm. times. Surely. I'd be fine with that. Can you give us a clip? No. The horses? Oh, I thought we might to get sing. to hear the, the pipes going. Mate, you're, you're, the, you're the one. You're, you're the musical one. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a degree in pipes, mate. A degree in pipes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm a mechanic. <laughs> Isn't that a plumber? That too, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Mechanics um, use pipes sometimes. Uh, we're gonna, we don't have too much time. We've got about fridges. Refrigeration mechanics use pipes. Can yeah, we can rattle off a uh, quick preview in 10 to 15 minutes? Yeah, we can just do a quickie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got a really quickie. Go. Footy starting. Get around it. 
Very good. Wrap Very it up. Good. We're going to give you a our top eight predictions as we did last year. I think we did pretty well last year, hitting I think so. six out of the eight, maybe. I think we had a bit different Four. each. Plus or minus one. With I think the we years. had a couple of mess. Term- like, I think I put the cows in. In terms of correct teams out. in the eight, in no particular order. No particular order? Yeah, we easy. Got, yeah, just an eight? Yeah, just yeah. an eight. Yeah, we had, I think we did pretty well. Um, I could do 16 in no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident of that. <laughs> yeah. oh, what happens when um, the Finns get next year? What happens with that when the Dolphins get in? I'm guessing there's a buy round. More often. Yeah, yes. Okay. I think everyone gets one buy around. Um, one team has a buy team. a week. We yeah, I think they're going to. They're planning to. Yeah, they're going to have to. Um, what are you most looking forward to for the upcoming NRL season? Gosh. Is there anything on your mind that you just... What, you mi- what you've missed from last season that you really want to see? Broncos. Broncos win. Broncos win. In particular. The Broncos are really <laughs> on my mind. Um looking forward to seeing some of the up-and-coming outside backs. They're exciting, I think. Yeah, and they're young too. A lot of youngsters. Yeah. I'm excited to see how Suwali goes. Yes. I'm excited to see how Savage at the Raiders goes. Yep. I'm excited for Cobo at the Bronx. Sloan at the Dragons is one to watch Sloan. as well. Sloan, the first two games he played, he scored a couple tries. Yeah. One or both of them were yeah. chip and chases. And he looked easy. He just he looks like the kind of player that the ball just bounces for him. Like he's he's, he's, he's just always the, he's in just, the right place. Yeah, exactly. But he's running like he's so quick, so smooth. Talk, talking about quick as well, manly. Cooler? Yeah, Saab. With, with Saab on his outside. Quick edge. <laughs> and Tommy Turbo sliding around on the right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's a that's a quick team. That is a very quick twi- team, twim team. Um we are uh, should we go into our top 8 straight away? Yeah, why not? And then and then we'll go from there. Um, Can I do the top four? Yes. <laughs> Newcastle. Panthers, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Eels. Interesting. Mm, I've got done Interesting. Yeah, no very... storm. That's close to what I would predict for the top four. No, did you put Parramatta in there? Eels. Yeah. Eels. I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, I would. I would say Roosters, Panthers, Parramatta, and Storm. That's my only difference because... Not the bunnies. Not the bunnies. But I think the bunnies will go well as well. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not super confident. But I'm backing in the trials. I literally saw Munster go through a hole and I thought it was Pappenhausen. (laughs) He looks so (laughs) much slimmer. He looks good, eh? He looks good. I just think Munster might have a big year. Dallium? Could be. That's not who my Dallium prediction is, though. That could be mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Let's run through your top eight. So, yeah. Top Roosters, four. Roosters, Panthers, Storm, Eels. I will say top four. Two, I think, might be top four. Manly and South Sydney, Rabbits. Sharks, I think, will be in the top eight. Yep. And then I have, like, a group that I'm not sure where the final eight team might come from. Mm. I have the next tier down. Right, which, like you, which happens that, most seasons too, right? Yeah, I'm confident for that top seven. And I've got a bit of a group. The Dragons in that? They are in that group. With the Sharks? Or you got the Sharks in? I'm pretty confident of the Sharks. Right. Like, Fanukin arrives. They've got a good forward pack anyway. Fanukin. McInnes will be back in a few weeks to bolster that. Nico's there. Kennedy's playing well out the back. Ronaldo on the wing. They've got a good team. They've got a good team. And Nico's playing well. I was a bit worried about him coming out of the Melbourne system and slotting into a pretty 
pretty um, intense roll. This short kicking game looks good. It's great. Looks really good. It's looking pretty anyway, sound. So, yeah, in that group, I think Titans were in the eight last year. I'm not sure, though. they got a very they young team. Just They're going to play Sexton at halfback. They the, lost Fogarty. The, yeah, They're going to play Brimo at six. Yeah. And Jane and Campbell at one. It looks a bit disjointed it's when a, you look at it on paper. It's a very young team. I think they'll be growing pains, but I reckon they could sneak in. But maybe. Bronx? Never know. Never know. Raiders? I would have tipped them until Fogarty's out for four months. Hmm. I would have tipped them otherwise. And Warriors could be good. Sean Johnson's back. Well, it's going to be Chris a Walsh. It's going to be a tough battle for that eight. Seven and eight. There's some decent teams around. We should just do bottom four. <laughs> bottom four. I'm confident of my bottom four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Knights fans. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty similar. My number one, though, Parramatta. You reckon? Yeah. I, I think, actually think they could be good. I, I think they're great. Just looking at the team list, um, King Gutho, obviously, leading the troops. Moses in there. Regan Campbell-Gillard. Yep. Um, Junior Paulo. Junior Paulo. Marnie. Big, so big. Dillbags. Yeah. <laughs> Big forward pack. I think Marnie's going to have a breakout season, even though he did had one last year. Just a little bit curtailed by injury at the end. That was the yeah, only thing. I think that he... He, he should still, have played already. And he's still quite young. Yeah, he is. 24, 25? Younger. Yeah, 23, Maybe 24, younger. I think. Um, so I reckon he's going to have a stellar year alongside um, Afari, Mitchell Moses. I think a lot of their play, a lot of their key players are just at the level... They're good enough to play Origin, but I don't think they will, so I don't think they'll be disrupted. Right. So I think they'll pick up a lot of points. Like, Moses probably won't crack the halves, but he's good enough to. Gutho probably won't crack the team, but he's good enough to. Yep. Campbell Gillard is good enough to, but might not crack the team. Junior Paulo will play Origin. Marnie probably won't be ahead of Grant. Never know. Even maybe Ben Hunt, but he's good enough to. He could just have a stellar start of the season. and You know, you know when players play that well, you just can't not pick them. That's true. Yeah. He probably should have played last year. I think he should have. But my vibe is just that they'll pick up a lot of regular season points because of that. Yes. Really good team. Just solid. But maybe not disrupted. How do you solid. think... Um, oh, first of all, my Smokey too, but not a Smokey, coming out too, Manly. Manly have an unbelievable team mm. um, with speed. I think and, they'll go well. And with size. Um, they came top four last year. That's true. So they're in for another shout to take out the Prem, I reckon. Uh Chevens. The bull well, thing is, they didn't beat a top four yeah. side last year. They lost every game in the regular season, and then they got bounced out in the finals when they played top four sides. That's true. I think that comes down to a bit like young and fiery, and lack of discipline potentially. Mate, but I mean, they're being led by Cherry and Foran and Jake Turbo. That's true. Mighty to power. That's you an got, experienced group. Yeah. Even Tom Turbo. And you got young and fiery edges. That's true. Yeah, they did. They were maybe not let down, but. Uh, Experience will do them good. Um, one, one, one team that's had a huge shake-up this season is the Bulldogs, with Gus Gould coming into GM. Uh, and pretty much a... I think out of the team, there's maybe four or five players that were in the starting side from last year. Yeah, they have had a big shake-up. Big shake-up, with Dufty playing at one, full-back. Adokar. Paulie Vaughan. Burton. Burton. Averillo, just reading the list now. There's some pretty... Um, Josh Jackson, workhorse. Workhorse, captain. Uh, Marshall King. Tavita Pangai. Yep. Big fiery Englishman. So they've got a bit Jack of everything. Hetherington. They've got a bit of fire. They've got a bit of size. They've got a bit of speed. So, yeah, I'm Hetherington still off the bench. keeping them from the top eight, but... No, I think... I'm interested. I'm keen to see them. I think they have a high ceiling. Like, they could go well. 
But in terms of consistency, we don't know. Yeah, a bit of a swing team, maybe. Um, three and four for me is Melbourne and Penrith. Yeah. That's Why pretty... would you pick against it? Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't. I just didn't quite... I wasn't quite sure where to put them, but that's my top four. Yeah, I think Storm will be roughly in that top four, top six realm. I'm not exactly yeah. sure where. Following Roosters Bunnies. Tigers in at seven. Wow. As my smoky. Confident. King. And uh, I've gone Sharks slash Dragons at eight. I think the Dragons are a bit underrated. I think so too. I think they've got a good team. Let me read you the oh, team. I would, I would Better than the Bludgeon Knights, say, mate. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're not. <laughs> I'm just saying that they're not overrated. I think they're perfectly rated. Just that's sitting fair. in no one's been, 8, 9, 10. That's fair. Yeah, but maybe, not, yeah, yeah. maybe no one's underrating them. I like that no one's been talking about them. They are quiet. They're just quiet. Um, so let me, like Sloan at number one. Ravalawa, Lomax. Yeah. On the you edge. see Lomax's assist? Unbelievable. One of the trials? Unbelievable. Shimmy, shimmy flick? Yeah. To Ravalawa. Uh, yeah. Cody Ramsey and Suli. Good finisher. And Moses, yeah. Good pickup. So good finishes. Height. Yeah. Um, big big with, edges. Especially with Benny Hunt on the boot. Yep. Um, uh, Amone. six. Amone. Oh, he's good, isn't he's he? He's very good. Um, and we've got a pretty good front row with DeBellin back in. So hopefully he plays as well as he did before his debacle. McCulloch playing nine. McCulloch playing nine. Aaron Woods, Sua, Tarek Sims and DeBellin. I think Woodsy's still got a bit to give. I think so too. New environment. I think um, maybe another good one or two years. I think so. Bit of a swan song. Jack Bird on the bench with Josh Kerr, George Burgess and Moses Embai. That's a good bench. That's a very good bench. Because Birdie can play anywhere. Yes. Moses Same with Moses. Anywhere in the back line. Two utilities pretty yeah. much. And four, two forwards. But like utilities that you won't lose anything in defence. No. Like they're both good defenders. Nor with creativity. No, yeah. You get something from them. So I, I think Moses is built for that 14 role. Yeah, as as biased as I am, I think I might put them ahead of the Sharkies. Mm. I'm, you might have convinced me. Yeah, I know. I know we've got. I know the Sharkies have got a pretty stellar uh, side too. But I might have to slide the drags up and Sharkies into that not sure group. Do it. Number nah. eight. <laughs> you may as well slide the Bronx up as well too. <laughs> um. So there are top eights. We who's your smoky? Do you have a smoky for the prem? Smoky for the prem. That's maybe not in the four top four. Well, the roosters weren't in your top four. I think they're a pretty good shout. They're a great shout. Always um, a shout with Teddy at one. So Teddy at one. Kiri's back. So Kiri and Sam Walker in the halves. Crichton, Radley, Tupanua, JWH. Yep. Up front. Verrill's playing nine. Underrated. Uh, Suwali out on the edge somewhere. Daniel Tupu always gets through his work. Yes. Uh, they've got a couple of young centers. They've got Kevin Nagama back. It's solid on the wing. <laughs> yeah, it's a good team. So I, I think they're we're going to have a good season, I reckon. Because I think those, they had a lot of injury last year. Well, I think this season more than any other season, those teams that are ranked around like seven through to ten or twelve are going to be good enough to push the top top eight. There are a lot of good teams around. Yeah. Who's your wooden spoon? It's a bit hard to go past the cows. Yeah, it's a tough one for the cows. I feel bad to say it, but I'm not, I don't see how they become a good team all of a sudden. No. Um, Chad Townsend is a good half. I don't know who they're going to pair with him because they were playing like Dearden with him. He's a bit weathered though, is he? He's, he's a bit, he was injured last year. He's getting on a bit. I don't know why Drinkwater wouldn't be their number six. I think he should be. Is Jake Granville still there? Yeah, fullback of the year. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I couldn't see him going anywhere. Like, they have good players. I don't know. Something's just a bit weird. I'd rate Todd Payton as a coach, too. Val, Val Holmes. Yeah, they've got a lot of good players. Peter Hickey. The Hammer. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Reese Robson. Maybe the Knights. Big Jace. Maybe the Knights. Spoon. Yeah. It depends how Pong goes. The Pong could pl- have a good enough season to just to carry the team. I do believe in the Pong. Yeah, so... He's just, he's just constantly in a position of could get injured. That's true. Plus, I don't as know. As, I and think as soon as he's out, they're just yeah, he shambles. Would have to ca- the odd thing is, like, they got a good forward pack. I remember last year, I was thinking that they could be a smoky. It's a good team But then when it's lose, all there. You lose the Mitch Pierce. The halves situation is now Clifford and Clune. Yeah. Untested. Could go well. Untested. I don't know. A couple months to put it together. It's going to be interesting. I don't feel comfy. A lot of the... They all have talent, these teams. And the Tigers have heaps of talent. The Dogs have heaps of talent. I couldn't... Who's going to string it together? I don't know. I think that's the question. Like, I don't know who would be the spoon, though. Like, the Bronx have too much talent to spoon, but would I rule it out? No. Probably not. (laughs) In the past couple of years. (laughs) But, like, they shouldn't spoon. They had a decent team. Payne Haas, Capewell, Reynolds, Tony. Cobo, would, but plus you would never think a team without Ricky. a, a team Reynolds without not Reynolds debuting though, is he? Spoon. I don't think so. Because he got so. COVID. Like, His seven days are up on Thursday. They'll, they'll, sort, they they'll sort him out a negative rat test before the game. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll send him one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. We Reno, need it. here you go. Look, negative. Well, what a se- we're going to the game. So what a season opener it'd be with... Well, there's games on Thursday, I think, but yeah, manly a Broncos Panthers. opener with Daryl Braithwaite performing pre-game, singing the horses, Renault playing his pre- old, old team. team. Oh, gee, whiz. I was g'd up to scream, yeah, to welcome because <laughs> yeah. I, I want everyone to just g up and Renault to be like fired up. I was I was visualizing like, I was visualizing like a Renault field goal in Golden Point or something, oh, gosh. or a try assist or something. Caxton Street. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow, fired up. Um, let's do our tips for the week before we wrap up. Oh, can I finish my eight? Yes, you only. Did I'm going to go a little bit. Five to eight. I yeah, you only did. Four. So I'll put I'll put an order to the first four: eels, bunnies, roosters, panthers. I like that you're tipping the eels. That's right. interesting. That's I've an interesting that. tip. Yeah. True. Five storm. They yeah, right. they have Just to be there, be but I don't think they're going to be top four. That's fair. Yep. And then I'm going to throw titans in. Titans at six. Swing team. Yeah. That's I just thought, I just, you know, yeah, yeah, young team, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, I think Experience prevails usually, but if they're quick, they're fast, playing some new stuff. really good. Yeah. So what's that, seven? That or was, was that, no, six? You're up to seven. Two more. Eagles. Yep. Have to be the somewhere sea, in the there. Seagulls. The Seagulls. <laughs> the Seagulls have to be in there. And um, number eight. Mm, okay. Bronx. Yes. <laughs> Forced his tongue. <laughs> no, I'll put I'll put the Raiders in. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. The All Raiders right. probably should be in the top eight. We've we've breached the Just. hour, so let's quickly run through our tips uh, for the week. Wait, um, I'm going to tip my Dally M. Oh, true, Dally M. Because I got mine. Okay, mine's Munster. Good tip. Yep. And my Clive Churchill, Sam Walker. My Clive Churchill Roosters is to win. My, mine's King Gutho. Love that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one of the, either of those. <laughs> we'll get back to you next week. We'll um, do you have the matchup? The, the yeah, I got it. Panthers, yeah. Eagles. So Panthers, Sea Eagles. They always Seagulls. do they? The Seagulls. I'm it's going at Panthers Stadium. It's at Panthers. I'm going Panthers. Me too. Raiders, Sharks. 
This is actually a toughie. It's Friday, Friday. I'm going to go Nick, Nico Hines with a stellar performance. Maybe three try assists. Sharks. Yeah, because I think I... I don't think team lists are in, but... They're not. Going off... Ricky did say that Croker might be dropped. Right. And also, Fogarty just got injured, so they might have to play either Sam Williams or uh, this young kid right, Schneider. So not a good start. Halfback. You'd have to go Sharks then. Yeah, I'm tipping Sharks. Yeah, undivided so far. Broncos, Rabbits. Broncos, Rabbits at Suncorp. Broncos. At home. I'm not very confident. <laughs> I'm going to tip the bunnies. This could set their season up. Just, yeah, this would... I know it's round one, but... Do you remember last year, I came over for round one of the Cavalution. Yeah. They were playing the Eels at Suncorp. Yep. I arrived with my beers to watch Amped. They dropped the ball off the kickoff. Not a good set start. set the tone. Yeah, so... Also, the, they did that like three or four times last year. <laughs> yeah. I was so sick of it. They would kick it dead off the kickoff. They would drop it. Just stupid like, boys, shit. just go to training and practice the kickoff. I'm sick of this. <laughs> we need the fundamentals back. Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Broncos, just because I'm going to be watching the game. And yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll tip them. I'm going to ride them. Undivided so far. Roosters Knights at the SCG. Roosters. Roosters. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> Warriors, Dragons. Uh, oh, where are they playing? Doesn't say. They'll be playing in New Zealand, potentially. Uh, no, they're not playing in New Zealand for a while because their homecoming game was meant to be mid-year and it got cancelled. Right, so they'll be in Sydney. Um, I think they're playing at Redcliffe. Are they? I think they're replacing the Finns for the year. Do I have that wrong? I think... I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You. We'll get back to that. But I'm going to go Dragons with that one. I'm going to tip the Warriors, actually. Ooh, Ooh that vision. Yes. Shake up. Tigers Storm, Combank Stadium. Storm, Storm have like an outrageous round one record. Like they don't lose. They don't. But once Munster's again, setting the same for the t- season. Yeah. Monster suspended. Big Cooper old Johns void. Injured. So I don't know who the halfback or halves. They'll will figure be. it out. It'll be Jerome Melbourne Storm. Also, Mel- you gone Storm? Yep. Also at Combank Stadium, Eels Titans. Eels. Yeah, the, the Eels had a hot trial last week. They beat the Panthers like 36-0 or something. 36-6. I don't know. That's true. Not that it means heaps. It doesn't mean heaps, but I think they're tuned up. I reckon the Eels are ready to rumble. You guys are tipping them for the... I'm, so I'm going prem. Eels. You can't, yeah. you can't win a Prem and not win the first round. Good point. I think that if at any time in the season the Titans are going to do some funky stuff that's going to throw the Premier winning team off, it's going to be first round. I like that. But the Eels are going to win. <laughs> you might have convinced me to just shake it up again with a tip. No, I'll say Titans. I reckon they're going to be playing unorthodox. They're going to be playing fast. They will play and fast. And the Eels are going to sure. be coming off a game against the Panthers. All right. Maybe they're not caught out. And one more match to go? Yeah. Cowboys-Dogs at <laughs> Queensland Country game. Bank Stadium. <laughs> it's got to be the Dogs. <laughs> I know it's at home for the Cowboys, but... Um, the Cowboys just beat the Bronx 26-6 in a trial. If they can beat the Bronx, who are such a good team, <laughs> I will tip them to beat the Bulldogs. Okay, I'm going, bull- I'm going Bulldogs. You're going Cows. Yeah. All right, and that, um, that, that wraps us up for our half... Oh, it was pretty... I was going to say half-hearted NRL preview, but I reckon we've done enough. High energy. Good energy. I'm ex- given we're excited. Things to think about. I'm excited. You're excited. Very. Producer Fraz excited. For his Novacastrians. No. Um, the pong. <laughs> Feel the pong and smell the pong. Um, we hope you enjoy the... <laughs> no more diarrhea this year, mate, please. <laughs> True. Oh, anyway, we hope uh, everyone enjoys 
the Broncos match and hopefully a win um, on Friday night against the Bunnies at Suncorp. Uh, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. Thanks for the traffic down Coronation Drive. Yes, it's just part the of it. Horses. Um, the grass is green. We're going to have a twenty dollar gold. Oh God, that's going to hurt. Um, Two beers. And, but it's going to be a good no night more, no because less. because we love our live footy. We love our live footy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, that'll wrap us up. And thanks for listening. Uh, you'll probably hear from us again next week. Or this week, like I said, who knows? Going for an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. Stay safe. Ciao.